Welcome. 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 You're listening to Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. Alyssa, guess what our legislators did on the first day of Black History Month? Oh, God. You see, it sounds like a joke, but I know it's it's going to be something bad. It's going to be something bad, isn't it? It, do- it does sound like a joke. And it just so happens that on that same day, House Bill 40, or the artist formerly known as House Bill 805, was reintroduced in the North Carolina General Assembly. On the first day of Black History Month? <sighs> If they have anything, they do have audacity. In case you're confused, Zakaria and I are just tired of seeing these same bills we've already told our legislators we don't want being reintroduced into our General Assembly. Exactly. And as we've been defeating these bad bills, little did we know they've actually just been sitting in the hands of our lawmakers, getting even stronger and more restrictive. And now we're facing legislation that could have a chilling effect on our First Amendment rights here in North Carolina. That's right. As millions of North Carolinians have been demanding justice for Black lives and exercising our constitutional freedom to engage in protest, behind the scenes, an all too familiar bill has been quickly moving through the NC House and Senate and gaining momentum. HB 40, in case you haven't heard, would punish anyone who exercises their free speech rights, undermining the very foundation of our democracy. Currently, the NC Senate is considering House Bill 40, which, for our listeners, is a bill aimed at criminalizing protests by imposing harsh criminal penalties on our state's already vague and problematic riot laws. Emphasis on the vague and problematic, Alyssa. And if this bill sounds familiar, it's because it literally is. Governor Cooper vetoed nearly identical legislation to this just last year, 2021. That's right. This is legislation that we have already seen before, just repackaged with the new shiny bow. Exactly. This bill is once again being sold as a means of protecting communities, but we know the truth. When we read in between the lines of this bill, the message behind HB 40's excessive measures is clear. Stay in line or pay the price. And personally, I wouldn't stand for that. And we won't. We definitely won't. So just like we did before, when this bill was called HB 805, we're here to tell our legislators, looking at you, House Speaker Tim Moore, to keep their hands off our right to protest. Exactly. And in the words of our executive director, Cheryl Carter, keep the right to join our brothers and sisters in protest where it belongs, at the heart of a functioning democracy. Mm. Couldn't have said it better myself. So, question, what even is a riot, okay? What is that? What is that? So that's a good question, Alyssa. Our followers on social media have been asking, I was even asking about what the legal uh, definition of a riot is. And it's one that I'm actually asking the North Carolina General Assembly too, since riot is already defined too broadly under North Carolina law. Mm. And actually, North Carolina's current rioting law is similar to our federal anti-riot statute, which was recently ruled unconstitutional for being overly broad and vague. How convenient is it that everything is so vague? 
How convenient that we are held to these vague and broad standards. It's clearly on purpose. You're right. The coded language behind this bill really makes it seem like something other than it really is. So to get a better understanding of what exactly HB 40 is, let's hear it from Javita Lee, Policy Director for Advanced Carolina and the convener of the North Carolina Black and Brown Policy Network. In regards to HB 40, a piece of legislation that we've seen before with vetoed bill HB 805, it is nothing more than an unreasonably harsh bill that criminalizes our constitutional right to protest, threatens the very livelihood of our people, specifically black and brown folks across this state, utilizing language such as riot or danger to insinuate that folks advocating for the protection of black lives, the protection of voting rights, the protection of LGBTQIA rights, the protection of women's rights are the ones who are the threat to safety. When we know in reality, it is a proven fact that we are the ones who are unsafe. Protest has been the voice of the unheard since its inception. Its intention is to disrupt the status quo because systemically there's something that is not working. The elected officials who crafted and are in support of this bill claim such concern for the impact of protest. But might I suggest that if these same officials focus on meeting the needs of their constituents per their job description, we wouldn't have to be here today. All right, now let's just call this bill what it is. HB 40 is anti-Black Lives Matter legislation. I'll say that again. HB 40 is anti-Black Lives Matter legislation. Protest bills just like this, including our old friend HB 805, have been spreading like wildfire across the country since the summer of 2020, which no one could ever forget was when millions took to the streets as part of the movement for Black lives. What timing. All these bills just happen to pop up at just the right times. Just the right time. And if it wasn't deceptive enough already in hiding what this bill really is, HB 40 also appears, like I already mentioned, to have been written as this bill that protects our communities from property damage that happens at protests. When in reality, this bill would actually lead to misrepresenting protests as violent or dangerous acts. And this bill would result in very serious criminal charges being brought against anyone who gathers and meets the vague definition of a riot which is defined as a gathering involving as little as three people, which allows the law to be applied very subjectively. You could have very serious charges brought against you just for being at a gathering, not even physically harming anyone or damaging any property at all. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit stuck on the riot being defined as a gathering involving as little as three people. Like, that's me and my friends going to the mall. Honestly, that coupled with the already vague language behind what a riot is, I just worry about how subjectively this law could be applied. And along with this unfair potential application, HB 40 would also require a judge, not a magistrate, to set bail for a person charged with rioting or looting. Meaning that under this new law, someone could be held for up to 48 hours before seeing a judge, when only a handful of other charges, including murder, are treated this way. Murder. Murder. Oh my gosh. You can see that they're trying to conflate something like protesting for social change to charges such as murder. 
As you can see, this bill was created to bring serious criminal charges on NC protesters for honestly just expressing their constitutional freedoms. And also, I need to add, these charges would then further lead to them losing more rights, like their right to vote, disenfranchising them. And now they can't protest. They can't vote. Where can we speak our voice with our our legislators? That's a good question, Alyssa, and not to mention that Black North Carolinians in 44 counties in the state are already three times more likely to be disenfranchised than their white counterparts. The system is really starting to show itself at work. And our legislators really just expect us to sit back and let this bill happen. Well, a large part of North Carolinians already have. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This bill is moving quickly, to say the least, through our legislator, okay? And a lot of people are just letting it happen. You said it, Zakari. I hate to say it, but it's true. Currently, House Bill 40 is advancing through the Senate. This bill is moving quickly, and every step we make from here on out counts. So we've got work to do, clearly. But could you remind our listeners of just one more time why we are opposing HB 40? No problem. Let's recap it before we go. Number one, North Carolina's language pertaining to inciting a riot is already extremely vague. Number two, it would increase penalties for riot-related injury or damage and could result in indiscriminate arrest for simply being present at a protest. Number three, it would require a judge instead of a magistrate to decide whether or not to release North Carolinians who get arrested while protesting, leading to longer waits in jail, even if a conviction is unlikely. Did I get them all? You know, that actually just reminded me of two more, Zakari. Four, people convicted of felonies are stripped of their right to vote, meaning that HB 40 would disenfranchise some of the most vocal North Carolinians. And five, HB 40 is a clear retaliation against the Black Lives Matter movement and will almost certainly have a disproportionate impact on Black and Brown folks who are specifically working towards racial justice. Thanks for that, Alyssa. And to our listeners, if those five reasons aren't enough to motivate you to take action, I don't know what would be. Exactly. North Carolina, we have got to get out there and protect our right to protest. Okay, so let's refocus. Currently, House Bill 40 is advancing through the Senate. As you heard, this is a harmful anti-protest bill that could have devastating effects on our democracy. But there's more that you can do beyond listening to this episode and resharing our posts. Exactly. You can take real action today against HB40 by heading over to demnc.co slash h40. That's D-E-M-N-C dot C-O slash H40. And quickly send a pre-written email template to your legislators telling them to vote no on HB40. It's a quick email template to send. And if typing that link even feels too long, you can just hop over to our IG and hit the link in our bio. With this one quick action, you can demand the North Carolina Senate upholds our constitutional rights to protest injustice and state-sanctioned violence. Please help protect our right to protest. Please, there's something you can all do. 
In the meantime, you can also always follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook to stay updated. We'll be posting every step of the way, letting you know what's going on with this bad bill and our NC legislator. Every step of the way, that's right. It's super easy, it only takes a few minutes. Until next time. Until next time. Connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DemocracyNC. Or you can visit our website at democracync.org.